Welcome everyone to the Hungry Thoughts podcast, podcast for all things food, and the show where our appetite has no limits. Here we are. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm a podcaster now, I guess. Still can't believe it. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun this season with these shows. Um, I'm your host, Nick Barahona. If you follow me on social media, on Instagram and TikTok, you know me as NX Review. Before we get into a bit more about me and uh, who I am and what you can expect from this podcast, I just want to let you guys know if you guys enjoy this podcast in any way, um, definitely check out the Patreon, which will be in the link below. Um, there you'll be able to find behind the scenes, you'll be able to find um, exclusive videos for you guys and anything else you guys would like to see. Um, I appreciate anyone and everyone who helps support me in that way. Um, I love all you guys so much and if you're watching this, thank you for um, putting out some time in your day for, for, for listening. Um, so getting into who I am, my name is Nick Barahona. Um, Nicholas is my full name. 22 years old. I am from Arlington, Virginia. Um, I grew up there for most of my entire life. I'm currently residing now in Falls Church. Um, I went to Bishop O'Connell High School, which is a private Catholic school. I just graduated from VCU in December of 2022, believe it or not, and I absolutely loved Richmond. It's a university in Richmond here, um, and I can't say enough good things about it. I actually played soccer as well for the VCU soccer team, the collegiate soccer team, so I was a student athlete. My backgrounds include uh, Bolivia and El Salvador. My mom's from Bolivia, my dad's from El Salvador. Um, put it simply, guys, I'm just a dude that loves to eat some good food. Um, I think growing up with my parents and just having that culture from Bolivia and El Salvador, um, I correlate food to gatherings and happy times and celebrations which, I mean, just looking back, I had a lot of those, and it's just been great. And so you have food from Bolivia, which is like empanadas and like sopa de mani and just a lot of great dishes. Uh, Silpancho for you Bolivians that are watching this and you love that. El Salvador, you have papusas, and the breakfast from El Salvador, you have chorizo, you have eggs, you have uh, refried beans, you have uh, a bunch of great stuff. Um, and so that's a little bit about my background. Um, what I do currently right now after graduating, uh, I'm a freelance writer, I am a soccer player, so I played soccer at VCU, but I'm continuing to go for my passions and, and for my dreams and goals and want to become a professional soccer player, that'd be fantastic and working towards that. And I'm also a content creator. Uh, I started off content creating, I didn't even know at the time uh, about, like, I end up be, uh, doing all this stuff right now that I'm doing, doing a podcast. But I started, I guess, my food page and started the whole journey back during COVID, I want to say in 2020, in maybe spring of 2020. And that started off basically as me just taking pictures of the food that I, and from the restaurants that I've been to in the past, um, which was Richmond at that time, and also at home in Arlington, Virginia. And I was always someone who, you know, on Snapchat would take pictures of their food, post it to the stories, and, you know, phone eats first always. And so it kind of just started off just something that I really liked to do, and I, and I had a lot of free time on my hands, and it was really easy for me too. 
And so if you look on my Instagram at NX Review and you go down to the first couple of posts, you'll see like the first 30 of just like a recap of summary of pictures and you'll see a fat caption. I think I would always go to like the maximum caption, a capacity of words um, of me just reviewing it. And I knew a lot of people wouldn't probably read that, but at the same time, um, it was just so easy for me to do. And so even though it would take me like one or two hours to put that all together, it honestly, it was something that I just loved doing. So um, I just honestly just did it for myself. And slowly enough, oh, wait, one thing. I used to do a rating system too um, out of seven because I was trying to be different, but I don't know why um, it didn't end up working out. People would be like, why seven? I'd be like, because it's cool. But uh, I would end up like giving uh, restaurants like a six, like, and then like a 6.5 and like 6.8 out of seven. And it just didn't work out. But at the same time too, it was like during COVID. So I was like, I'm really going to give these people like a bad review. And so like there was a dilemma there. But there were some places that I didn't enjoy eating. I wouldn't post those um, just because right from the bat, I was trying to be someone who is like fully um, like real, not like faking everything. Um, this was something that I really loved doing. So I tried my very best from the start to stay authentic and not, um, you know, fabricate anything or just do anything just for the looks on social media. But yeah, I got rid of that system. Um, and, you know, it's something that actually that experience that I have kept with me just because uh, fast forward today, which we'll get into in a bit. Fast forward to, uh, to today, um, I really try to do my best to be fully transparent, authentic um, with my content creations and everything that I place myself with. For the most part, of course, there are times where you kind of have to concede on a couple of things, but just knowing your roots and who you are as a person, I think has been great, especially for me and staying true to myself. But yeah, so from there, pictures, uh, TikTok obviously took over. Um, didn't really get on TikTok until a little bit after, um, especially like in terms of staying consistent. But reels came out, started doing reels. And then I honestly found myself starting to create content on a different level. I started uh, finding myself, I was like editing videos, you know, um, doing vo voiceovers, which was really weird at first. Um, definitely the transition from just uh, posting pictures of and my inserting a review and then going to like videos that was like a complete like wow okay like that was like a big transition one thing too that i loved so much about richmond is that the community here in richmond um in richmond virginia is fantastic i met people at the time who are in the same community as me and niche as me in terms of foodies um and they just invited me with uh open arms and a lot of people were actually starting the food pages at that time. So I met a lot of people, a lot of great people who I'm still friends with, who I'm planning to have on the show, who are, um, you know, you can call them influencers, interior designers, people who ended up opening their own restaurants. And we'll get into the guests later, but just some great people that I still keep in touch with. Um, so that was fantastic. And that was great finding a group of people outside of, you know, I went to uh, VCU for soccer, people outside of the soccer realm. It was really nice to find a different group in that. And so, as I kind of touched already on it, I want this podcast to be fully transparent and um, fully authentic. You know, it's my first time doing an episode, so, you know, we're going to roll with it. I'm sure this episode's going to look very different from the next, and then this, the next one's going to be different than the last episode, so we're going to try to improve, work on, you know, talking to the camera. Very kind of uncomfortable, but, you know, it's not too bad so far, um, but... 
yeah, guys, I want to provide as much insight as I can. And I know you might be thinking at this point what this podcast is about. So I'm about to tell you. So I guess in the easy way, I'm a guy that loves food, but food is such a broad topic. But what I'm hoping is that I can provide you guys a full picture of who Nick Barahona is and everything that I love to do and how my passions and love for food and soccer have gotten me opportunities and certain experiences that I think um, can provide insight for you guys. And so that includes um, just like looking at the stuff that we have right here, um, writing for the Commonwealth Times, which is a newspaper for my school, um, hosting events um, that kind of crossed thrifting and uh, local pop-up restaurants into one, which is really cool. going down the line, working, uh, doing internships, working with McDonald's, working with student athletes. Uh, we have, um, working with companies such as, uh, a peanut company. I forgot what their name is. Um, planters peanut company. And they ended up uh, sending me a Oliver tree wig and they had did a whole thing with like sweet and spicy, uh, peanuts, which was really cool. Um, we have over here, you know, just like me documenting my travels of when I go to places like Nashville, Costa Rica, um, and of course, always rooting for VCU because I will forever be a Ram. But yeah, so all these things that I currently am right now have uh, have have been uh, uh, such a, a unique journey in terms of where uh, I started and where I'm at now and where I'm planning to go. And then to be honest with you guys too, just graduated about five, six months ago. I don't know what I'm going to be doing next year. I don't know. Uh, I don't have a specific career path that I'm set in on. And so I feel like, though, that's a lot of people as well. You know, a lot of people who have graduated recently or maybe uh, just are about to graduate. I mean, I'm at the point right now where I don't know really what I'm going to be doing next month. So um, I'm just taking it day by day and... I'm just grateful that I am able to do and continue to pursue things that I love and passionate in. And to be honest too, everything that's been going on um, in my life currently, even though I'm un, uh, I don't know what the future holds and I don't have a set plan, I've been given opportunities working with media companies, becoming a freelance writer, which I also am, and just having a blast meeting new people, building connections and networking. So when I think about the future, I'm not too worried about that. Moving on. Um, yeah, so I am, I'm going to talk about a little bit about who I am and um, what I do currently right now and kind of a bit of like backstories and uh, further talk about what you see around here and um, talk a bit more about what you guys can expect from this podcast. So basically what we have right here is Nick Berhona, a soccer player, and Nick Berhona, a content creator and a writer. Um, But I also have a lot of different interests uh, as well as many of you do as well. So just to touch on first right here, I'm just gonna grab these little cards right here that I have on the table. These are Polaroid pictures of an event that I hosted called Spook RVA. It was one of the first actual uh, NFT events in Richmond that I hosted. Uh, For those of you who are not familiar with NFTs, they're kind of like, I guess you could say trading cards, but uh, online. So they're non-fungible tokens. And I was part of a VCU blockchain group at VCU. 
that started off really small, but we have taken off. And since graduating, there have been a bunch of people interested, and you just love to see it. Um, Connor, Riley, and um, Francesca were the president, co-presidents, or vice presidents. They were fantastic. They're some of the best and smartest people when it comes to that realm. But yeah, so I, I threw this uh, my last year. I had so much support. I had local thrift vendors come from the DMV, uh, all over the DMV. I tried my best to get people who went to VCU and uh, had their own business in terms of like thrifting and um, whatever in that realm to come and showcase what they had. And they did. And so I ended up having, I want to say, three food vendors and four thrift vendors. And my parents came, my VCU blockchain uh, club came. And what we did was that, so it was a $3 entrance fee, which doesn't seem like a lot. But for those of uh, the people that were able to grab an NFT of the event, we made a token. So I actually made this poster. Oh my God, that's actually a funny story. So I made probably about like 200, 300 of these. And I spent probably two days leading up to it um, to put them all around VCU. So I just went with like my tape and like I got nails and I would just like put this everywhere. But what I think really did it, literally like two hours before my event, I went into, there's like the freshman hall at VCU, um, GRC. I put like just a hundred of them. Like I was putting these everywhere, like on, on the... Uh, on the trees, like right when you would step outside, like on the doors, everything, like on the benches, in the cafeterias, I was putting them on the tables. I would uh, tape it to the tables and everything. And so if you see right here, Spook RVA, um, shout out VCU Blockchain, my boys Brandon um, and Nash did this for me. Vintage Thrift, local food vendors, Sunday was on October 23rd, 12 to 3 p.m. Um, and so for people who were able to get NFT, got in free entry, I ended up getting like 300 people coming up to the event and it was really cool we did a whole thing on eventbrite and that was just an absolute blast um i have pictures right here i mean i'll d definitely keep these for the rest of my life just good memories everyone had a great time and i can't i can't say thank you enough to the people that came and supported and for the vendors that were there moving on we have these mcdonald's hats and this uh picture that i got of myself from the short town, a uh, short pump town center, and so what this McDonald's hat is is I did an internship my last year that was with a PR firm um, in Richmond, Virginia, Tiramisu for breakfast. Shout out Christina Dick, she was a fantastic boss. We were able to work with McDonald's and student athletes at um, UVA from the football team, men's basketball team and a woman's uh, soccer team. And I know the first name of the basketball player. His name is Reese. Uh, I forgot his last, I think it's Beekman. Um, and then the football player was the starting uh, quarterback. I forgot his name, but they were great people. We were able to basically create a meal for them, kind of like Jay Balvin, um, Offset and Cardi B, and uh, Travis Scott's meal. And so they would get like a cutout board of themselves with their meal and the McDonald's around UVA, and it was just so cool to do that with them, a photo shoot, talk with them, and we got this merch, and it was really cool. Um, moving on, um, we have the Commonwealth Times, and this kind of leads into what I am doing today as well. So I started writing for the Commonwealth Times my first semester of my last year at VCU, and I started off as, you know, I was very thankful 
um, for them to give me the opportunity. And so I had to do a couple of non-food posts or writings first um, just to show that I was consistent and was serious about it. And so I did two or three. And then I was able to get my own little column called Nick's Picks, which I basically just did uh, reviews of food that I, uh, of restaurants that I already had been to. It was really easy, honestly, uh, because I already had had that on my Instagram. So I just kind of transferred it into this. And I, I thought it was just so cool. They made a little animation of myself. And that was a great time. I ended up actually getting um, a position as a staff writer by the time I was done. And fast forward to when I graduated, I wanted to keep writing. So I contacted this publication in Arlington, ARL Now. And I was able, I was just like, I, I thought I was just going to contact them and they were going to give me a job. I don't know. I was just feeling really optimistic and very confident. But like looking back now, I was like, I'm just like a random kid, like hitting them up on e- in email. But I hit them up on email. I was like, here, I basically had like a resume of things that I have done in the past, gave them links to the, the Commonwealth Times. I had done like 10 to 12 different stories. Um, and I told them about my food account on Instagram and my experience. And luckily enough for me, there were people who were on vacation at that time and they needed a couple spots filled. And my first story that I did was the number one story of the week. I did one of El Pollo Rico in Arlington, Virginia, some of the best Peruvian chicken in the DMV. Shout, shout out um, the Solanos. Um, they're actually some uh, family friends of mine growing up. <clears throat> that posted fantastic and it was so fun. Did all the photos myself um, and that was just great. And so I kind of got an entryway into there where I'm now a freelance writer for them currently. And so that just goes to show you just like, you know, you know, one email turned into me now writing for our ARL now, um, where I've gotten like thousands, tens of thousands of clicks on, on my, on my, uh, on my, um, reviews and articles. And so, yeah, everything else kind of just is things about me. Um, Tony Montana, Scarface, great movie. But moving on to the guests that we can expect for this season of the podcast, we have line cooks. I have a great friend, Paolo, who's going to be coming in soon. He's a line cook at Blue Atlas in Richmond, Virginia, talking about his experiences going to culinary school, living in Richmond. He was one of my first friends that I met that was outside of VCU. He's a great guy. Fantastic. Food truck owners, um, chefs, restaurant and pop-up owners. I have a friend who um, turned her pop-up into a restaurant that is uh, Sprezza. Uh, Angela is her name. She's fantastic. She's going to be coming in. Interior designer. Um, one of my friends, James, who will be coming in. He um, goes into, you know, like he's like the minds behind like when a restaurant opens, like what the concept is going to be and working with like the owners to see like how they want to do it. I think that's so cool. Influencers from Richmond and the DMV, I guess you want to call them, but just like, you know, people who are running food accounts um, that range from hundreds to thousands to hundred thousands of followers. Food critics, editors, and much more. What we're going to do with them, too, is I'm going to get some flashcards, and we're going to do like a quick uh, one minute uh, at the end of our video to ask them a bunch of random questions and just see what their answers are, like favorite foods, last food you'd ever eat, um, best place to get a burger, blah, 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 you know, stuff like that. And then we'll give a gift to, uh, to them and also a Polaroid picture before we all wrap up. But... Yeah, so that's pretty much it, guys. Um, I'm very excited for this, guys. Uh, This has been sort of a long time in the making. I've been wanting to do a podcast ever since COVID happened. 
Um, so I'm so happy and excited that we're finally able to do this. I think the guests we're going to have are fantastic. I think you guys are going to get a lot of insight and information on not just everything that I've experienced with my content creating and working with a bunch of different people and working in Richmond um, and then now in the DMV in DC or uh, Richmond's in the Virginia, but working in DC in the Northern Virginia area, how different it really is um, going to, you know, uh, five-star restaurants, getting invited out to MGM to, to spend the night there and just meeting a lot of great and, and uh, very interesting people. So that I think is it. I, if you guys enjoyed this episode or if you guys are psyched as I am for this, please leave a like, you know, share this with a friend and definitely go check out my Patreon link. Uh, I think this is going to be a great time and I'm very excited. Uh, I keep on repeating that, but it's because I am. Um, and yeah, just like that, that's our first episode. I thank you guys for watching and listening and I appreciate all of you. And as always, eat up.